0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio, the multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits First thing I want to talk talk about is mortgages. And a lot of people, by the way, are struggling at the moment with their mortgages, particularly those on PUP payments. And now insurance companies have been called out uh, to treat customers fairly after it emerged that people are being turned down for mortgage protection cover if they've had COVID-19. Now, this makes little sense to me, so I thought I'd get somebody on who knows a little bit more about it. David Hall is CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Organization. David, this seems like the most bizarre nonsense I've ever heard in my life. So if you've had COVID, they won't give you cover.
1: Yeah, uh, good afternoon. I, uh, yeah, look, I, I'm not, I, I can explain some bizarre logic. Cause I, I think, you know, I, someone described it this morning as akin to not ensuring it to be hit by a bus. Um, I, I think you know this is a bizarre, uh, unfortunate twist of events from the insurance companies um, who have not been held in great esteem by Irish consumers and indeed by various politicians um, in recent years as having. Mm. had a good go with customers but I think there's no logic to this really because the general view I think there's a concern around long COVID which we've heard a bit about which is people who've been ongoing suffering with COVID I was reading and a
0: report about this actually last night about long COVID from a professor in the United States who said other illnesses other viruses carry long you know, when I say long covid but, I, you know, I suppose they over the long haul, they, they can have adverse effects on your health. And it's just now that we've kind of given it a name, so to speak. So I don't think that's anything new to society.
1: No, I, I'd agree. But I think, as I say, excuses are being given. Like, this isn't, this isn't in the context of a landscape around mortgages, which is quite difficult at the moment, because you've got less properties uh, available. You've got people obviously clearly under immense pressure from work, for those who have mortgages under severe pressure, those who already were under pressure prior to the pandemic, those who now have become mortgage arrears uh, victims as a result of the pandemic. You've got those then fortunate enough to be looking for properties, looking for mortgages, getting mortgage approval. Then all of a sudden, we had a synchronised swimming exercise from the banks, despite them being separate entities and not being in, in, in cahoots together, all of a sudden the policy they adopted was the same, which they removed the 12-month offer of mortgage approval down to six months. Then they were remarkably coincidentally all then synchronized to agree that if your employer is receiving COVID payments, so originally last year you got the COVID payments directly, you knew you were getting it, it was on your payslip, the TWH right, yeah. payment, yeah. or the PUP payment. This time round, you may not even know that your employer is receiving money and therefore you're now having to get your, the employee has to terrorise the employer to find out if they're on it and if there's a whiff of the big on it, the bank is now declining
0: to allow people to draw down mortgages. Because your your job could essentially be at risk as far as they're concerned. It's It's an understandable position. It's an understandable position to be to be to be honest about it. It's an understandable position. Yeah, well now we don't we don't want a two thousand six situation where we're loaning no. money to risky uh clients. And I and I do get that to some degree. But I've got to come to the people in arrears in a second, because a lot of people in arrears and they they want a bit of information on that. But getting back to this, the mortgage protection. So the whole idea is they'll ask you, have you have COVID nineteen? You say yes and they go, Oh well then we can't give you mortgage protection. So I mean Surely, with the very nature of the fact you've had it already, you're not going to get it again, most likely. So surely that would be a plus, you would imagine. You would, yeah, that's yeah. what
1: you would imagine, that they would be. Um, and again, there's a whole lack of transparency in the whole market around this, whereby, you know, that there should be a industry person um, who should be able to clearly say, this is the reason for this. Because I think, you know, back to your American uh, study about other illnesses and other side effects from other illnesses that we've had for years this is just uncertain still. This is only a 12-month-old virus, irrespective of what people think about it. It's only a 12-month-old virus. It's still unclear and uncertain what long-term effects it will have. Mm. Um, both but we
0: don't and want to different. see the word COVID being used as some sort of get-out clause for everything. And that seems to be the way the case is in point at well, the moment, doesn't it? They,
1: they basically don't want um, anybody who's affected by COVID or anybody who's unemployed or has lost a job. Like, effectively, the entire place has conspired to... Uh, deselect those people who uh, have any element of risk. Mm-hmm. Risk is now the risk adverse completely. They've decided to lock down, batten down the hatches and say we only want people who are solvent, who are well, who have money.
0: And actually, well, sure, but I mean, you could go down rabbit holes that kind of stuff. You can start turning around to people and say, do you drive a car? Because now you're at risk. You might be one of the 500,000 people who die. I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: I've got the great pleasure at the moment of, of engaging with my insurance company for my own business, my ambulance company. You try talking to an insurance company where you have 103 staff
0: who deal with COVID every day and have a conversation about insurance premiums. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine so what that's like. It's, okay, it's, but David, very just very quickly, getting back to that. Okay, we've established we believe that's a load of nonsense, and hopefully somebody will step in at the, and the Amazon will step in and do something about that because I think it's ridiculous, uh, particularly in the current climate where so many people have either had it or had a test or whatever. Because they'll even ask you, "Have you had a test?" Right. So the other thing as well how is, do you know, you've had it. When you well, you don't know. Well, I don't even know that. But it. here's the thing. So yesterday they said there were 720 cases or whatever it was. Realistically, there's probably about four or five thousand cases. We just don't test everybody in the country at the same time. So, really, listen not Absolutely So okay Getting back to the other problem Is of course last year People got a bit of a mortgage break Or a mortgage holiday Even though they will have to pay it At the end of their mortgage It'll be recapitalized And they pay a bit of interest on it So don't think it was Some sort of giveaway By the banks That ended of course In and around September If I remember rightly um, And now people Who are still on PUP payments Particularly those in the hospitality Travel industry Whatever it is They're out of jobs You know they're struggling To pay their mortgage Some of them are probably Not paying it at all So what's it Is there any help For these people? Yeah, no, but I
1: think, I think the, the uncertainty is the key part because in order to restructure your loan, be it on in an informal arrangement or formally through the insolvency uh, system, you need a bit of certainty around your income one of the biggest challenges that everybody has at the moment is uncertainty. Will I return to work? Will I return to work full-time? Will I return to work in the same money? All of those natural questions. So the answer, short answer to your question is yes, there's help through ourselves, the Irish Mortgage Holders Organisation, which is 1800 977. We're uh, one of only two debt charities in the state. All services are for free. We've restructured and helped 18,000 households. I'll give uh, out that number for
0: people again in a few minutes, okay? So yeah. just in case so people want to...
1: For, for anybody... Who, who needs help? Or wants help? Or wants sending bank us Ring us, email us, or, or they can direct. If so if you're just
0: you find yourself kind of buried under snowed in with these all these debts, and you're finding it difficult to pay your mortgage, and you're looking for some advice and some help of how you can deal with your bank, you you guys will be able to help them out uh, and exactly. Them and there's
1: also MABS. There's also the Insolvency Service through BackOnTrack.ie. So there's plenty of help. But they're worried, are they
0: going to lose their home, David? If somebody hasn't paid their mortgage since last September, because they literally can't afford it because they're on 300 quid a week or 350 a week now. I mean, are they going to lose their home?
1: Well, I think ultimately there's a big risk here unless you can restructure your loan. But I would say that there's a lot of hope there in relation to restructures that have been done by banks. The insolvency service has, although it started in 2013, has really come into its own in recent times. And I would say that some of the precedents have been set by some of the insolvency arrangements that are court-ordered insolvency arrangements. Have been very, very positive for debtors, and I do, do believe gives a new offer of hope. No one's going to lose their home imminently. The length of time that it takes for the process to go, the court system has no interest in repossessing family homes. The evidence is very clear. The banks have 24,000 customers in long-term arrears since the last crash. Only 7,000 of those are in court, and the banks will say that they believe 16,000 of those will lose their homes. That's not going to happen today or tomorrow. Over the next couple of years, those people who are currently just in arrears are really in a very unfortunate situation because of the pandemic, but also because of the bank's competence or incompetence in not dealing with them separately. This is a cohort of people whose reason for being in arrears is very clear, yet they've put them into the same pipeline as they had in the past. And is that
0: 24,000, is that number, do you think, you know, looking forward long term, you have a very good idea at speculating on these kind of things. Double it. Okay, that's right. I was just going to ask, is that number going to increase over the next year?
1: Double it. The There's no okay. doubt in the wider world that probably you know I'd say 20 to 25,000. Will come out of this pandemic in great difficulty from the mortgage perspective and and but but to be surely
0: but surely to god we, we we live in a fair society well, we like th- think we do anyway, um where the government have put people out of work, this is not a recession A recession is nobody 's fault it 's a global problem right that 's what ha- what happened back in two thousand and nine, so surely with the government is saying we 're closing your business we're putting you out of work we're asking you to stay out of work in the interest of public health, surely the government will put something in place for those people to either write off that debt. Um, You know, if they're, say, I don't know, two or three grand in debt with their arrears, to write it off or to put some sort of easy payment in where the government will pay it back to the bank and then you pay it back to the state in a very, you know, in a very small amount every week. Surely there should be something put in place to help people to no fault of their own who've got in this situation.
1: No, I agree. And, And I just don't, I wouldn't hold your breath. You see, what happens here, Niall, is that everyone falls into no man's land. So you're not in the Department of Finance category of people in arrears and in homes that they can't afford. You're not in the Department of Housing's category. The Department of Housing gets excited over the uh, disgraceful and shameful uh, 9,000 people who are currently in emergency accommodation. Um, But they don't take any account of the fact that the banks, now this is not me saying this, now. The next statement is very clear. This is the banks and the vulture funds have told the Central Bank, their regulator, that of those people in long-term arrears, pre the pandemic, 16,000 households will lose their home by a court-ordered repossession or voluntary surrender that's not david hall's case statement they're on the web- website from the central bank data and information given to the central bank by the banks and the vulture funds Sixteen thousand households that's
0: nearly an aviva stadium full of
1: people who will lose their homes according to the banks themselves that's pre-
0: the pandemic. So, this is people act- who lost their jobs initially in 2009. We're only getting back on their feet, probably. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, and then they got absolutely decimated by the pa- the pandemic. And you know, there's illnesses, there's loss of jobs, there's separation, all those combinations happened. The challenge this time around is people have greater difficulties in relation to health and mental health, trying to focus on things, never having been in this position before, never having wanted help or sympathy from anybody. And now they face the prospect of very real threat
0: okay. to their house. Well, okay, so for those listening, and I'm sorry to cut you a little bit short, but for those listening, if somebody's listening right now, they're worried, they're afraid to face facts. A lot of us like to slide these letters under the, under the carpet and hope it'll go away. That's not the way it works, unfortunately. What would you say to the people? What's the first step that, you know, you would say to them to take, you know, if they find themselves, you know, the anxiety levels are through the ceiling and they're worried about their deaths?
1: The first, the first thing to do is do one of two things. Call 1800 988 977 or email me at david at mortgageholders.ie. david at mortgageholders.ie is my private email address. We have a team of people who do this every day. There's absolutely nothing to be afraid of, nothing to be scared about. There are solutions and resolutions that are there, and the worst possible thing people can do is leave this go and think it's going to go away, because it most certainly is not going to go away. As dysfunctional and as disorganized as banks and vulture funds are, this will come about and catch up with you. Yes, you will not have certainty about what your plan is in the future, but we can act on your behalf, free of charge. Engage with your lender. You will not have to ring them. They won't have to ring you. We could do that for you. And we can also then, once it's clear what's going to happen with your employment, make a proposal back to your lender about what we're going to do long term.
0: All right. Well, look. Uh, the number again, if people want that, is one eight hundred nine double eight nine double seven. Or indeed, you can contact MABS and there's other organisations there. Just to be fair as well. Uh, listen, David. Thank you very much indeed. And no I appreciate you uh, there you go, David Hall, CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Association. And I, and I know organisations. I know a lot of people out there are on tender hooks at the moment. A lot of people who've lost their job. Yes, there's a third of the population who've been financially affected, of course, by COVID-19. There's two thirds that haven't. They are the ones, of course, in the public sector who haven't been financially affected and their jobs are stable. In fact, they actually got a rise this year. And um, there's also those who are making a huge amount of money out of it, who work in maybe retail, for example, groceries, etc., etc. the tech industry. They're making a fortune out of it. And they're actually doing well in the in the, the last uh, year, the last quarter, certainly. And uh, there are those, unfortunately, the 500,000 who are on a PUP payment who are losing everything so the old we're all in this together line doesn't work anymore that's all gone now we're not all in this together anymore really a lot of people are being very badly affected by it so if you are worried uh, give them a call as I said the number again is 1-800-988-977 even if you don't want them to do anything at least they can give you some advice on how you can deal with that debt problem because of course you don't want to lose your home